Are you in a relationship which is currently suffering from stress spillover, which occurs when your partner brings their stress from work into other domains of their lives, which can affect their relationships? According to a new Gallup poll, 25% of people admitted that they're somewhat or completely overwhelmed by their stress at work and it had a negative effect on their love life. Bradley Roof is on a mission to change just that. Bradley helps busy entrepreneurs and other business professionals create amazing and intimate relationships with their spouses or significant others. He's also the host of the Not Most People podcast, which was created to help people shift their thinking when it comes to life, success, and happiness. He joined me this week to have a discussion on how he accomplishes this goal and brings couples closer together in both love and in business. I'm Kevin McShann, let of this conversation. to learn all about how you help uh, couples and uh, uh, navigate uh, business and relationships. Great to be with you uh, this afternoon, and thank you so very much for being here. Thanks for having me. Excited to get into it. Absolutely. So, Bradley, you uh, tell me that you help uh, busy professionals sort of find time to have a more intimate relationship. So I'm wondering if we can dive into that part of our discussion uh, this afternoon. Yeah, so uh, I guess it all came from my own experiences with me and my now fiance. And basically, she has kind of not a classic nine to five, but she's a nurse. So she kind of has that I guess more of a job you could say. And I got into entrepreneurship myself a few years ago. And since then, you know, we've had, we've been together over six years now. We've had a great relationship, but there were definitely some challenges uh, that came up from me. I mean, not, not purely because of me being an entrepreneurship, but there was, you know, we kind of had our, our classic ups and downs as a couple, like everyone does. And then being someone who was pursuing entrepreneurship, there's kind of some extra challenges that came with that. So being able to kind of be on the same page in terms of your vision, make finding the time and energy, you know, most entrepreneurs are very focused in giving all their time and energy to their business and other areas of their life tend to slide. So kind of learning to find that balance 
learning to communicate on a whole nother level. And that's, I think the biggest thing that most couples struggle with is, you know, communications is like, we know what it means, but we don't really know what it means in terms of your relationship. So figuring out kind of some nuances to that and going deep into that. And, uh, and, and our relationship really evolved a lot, especially over the last year or two. And so I started seeing a lot of patterns, a lot of people dealing with the same issues that we had gone through. And so I knew for a long time that I wanted to do coaching. That's what I enjoyed. That's what I've put a lot of time and energy into learning about psychology and personal development and all those kind of things over the past few years. And so it just seemed like a really natural fit. There was a need and I knew I could help people. And it was something that I had been through. So, uh, you know, I didn't want other people to go through, you know, pain or struggle, or, you know, there's so many people separating these days, especially those who are pursuing building a business. So, uh, that's kind of, I guess the backstory of how I, how I got here. Absolutely. And, and I know that you also host a podcast called, uh, uh, not most people. So, uh, can you tell me about the podcast? And I know it's one of the ways that you, uh, continue to, uh, amplify your message as well. Yeah. So the not most it's called not most people and not most people was an idea that came to me probably two to three years ago. At first it was just this idea, this concept, uh, you know, I've, I was someone more so in recent years who tends to kind of question things in terms of like, I don't just take everything as it's told to me. So I, I try to think differently. And as I got more into personal development and learning, I found that almost everyone who was really successful, who I was like, Oh, I want to be where they're at. They tended to think differently, act differently and live differently than the majority of people did. And so I started to notice that was a really common recurring theme in everything I read and watched. And so i I wanted to share that idea or that concept with people that, you know, to really be successful, you can't think and live and behave like the average person. You have to do things differently. You have to think differently. And so that's where the idea of not most people is, is because most people aren't really healthy. Most people aren't really wealthy. Most people really aren't that happy. So why would you want to be like most people? You know, so that was kind of like the concept behind it, but I didn't know what channel I was going to use for a long time. I didn't know it was going to be a podcast. Podcasting wasn't even on my radar a couple of years ago. Uh, but then I ended up being a guest like I am now on a few po- couple podcasts and kind of fell in love with that side of it. And then I said, you know what? I think this could be where I take this not most people concept. And it was really just a passion project, kind of a an idea. Uh, wasn't really looking to make money off it or anything like that, but I started a podcast launched several months ago now, and it's just been, uh, it's been an awesome ride. It's, it's opened a lot of doors. I've got a lot of great feedback. A lot of people saying how it's helped them think differently. And then more recently I had a lot of people coming to me and saying, how did you start a podcast? How did you do this? how did you do that? And so I actually made a small course for people that helps them 
launched their own podcast called lost to listeners. So that's just something that kind of came, uh, that I wasn't really looking for or expecting, but just an opportunity that arose from taking action and, and starting that podcast. Well, Bradley, it sounds like you took the opportunity to seize the opportunity to advance your business, huh? I try to. <laughs> yeah, always, uh, always looking for opportunities. Absolutely. And I, I'm curious, Bradley, to ask you, how do you define your own sense of empowerment and individuality? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I think it's by learning to think for yourself. Many people say, oh, I do that. I think for myself, but many, many people I find really don't, they kind of believe whatever's told them by their parents, by, you know, the school system, by the news, the government, whatever, who, let's say like people in authority and they don't really say, Hmm, does that all make sense? Is that really what is going to lead me to where I want to go. And so basically just having this filter that's become more finely tuned over time is being able to say, okay, does this make sense? Does this check out? And then no matter who's telling me, even if it's someone I, I really respect or someone I don't being able to say, okay, here's what I know. Here's how I'm going to take that information. And does it match up in terms of individual it's just learning to think for yourself for the most part, form your own opinions instead of just kind of grouping your, your thoughts in with the crowd. And I think that is something that's kind of, um, I don't want to say rare because there are definitely a lot of people out there who do that, but I would say again, most people aren't, don't have that ability. They kind of follow what's given to them. And so that is probably, if I were to summarize the biggest way, I kind of find that individual to individuality. And, and I know for you, about 10 years ago, you went through a, a journey of self-discovery where, where you were uh, talking uh, primarily about uh, sports and fitness, but you evolved as a person. Uh, so as an old sports reporter myself, I'm, I'm wondering if you can uh, tell me how you think you evolved as a, a person uh, to become a more complete uh, individual. Yeah. So really it started with, um, well, I guess growing up, I was an athlete sports is, was what I did. Fitness is what I did. That was kind of how I defined myself. That was my life. And then I did that, uh, you know, all through college, I was still working out a ton. I was still doing competitive things all the time. Even when I got out of school and I was working in the fitness industry, I was competing in CrossFit for a while. And that was basically like sports athletics and fitness was my life. And outside of that, I really hadn't developed a whole lot of other interests or hobbies or, or skill sets. And so I was working at uh, a CrossFit gym. This was probably seven or eight years ago, at least, or maybe a little more. And I realized that I needed to kind of find something else to supplement my income there. Cause it was just part-time. And so I started looking around, I got into a little bit of network marketing. I got into real estate, these, right. These things that like, I didn't really know where to turn outside of fitness. I was like, I don't have any other skills or background or things that I 
think I could do really well. And so by doing those things, uh, like those experiences, I started to learn a little bit about sales, a little bit about marketing, how to structure my time, right? These things that somehow I made it all the way through college without really uh, having these things dialed in or having a base understanding of them. And so that led to me starting to read books, like nonfiction books, just, you know, to learn about different topics. And from there, it just became kind of the snowball effect where the more I learned, the more I wanted to learn, or the more I realized I didn't know. And so one thing led to another, I started reading a lot of books about business entrepreneurship. Then I came across, you know, I had some living beliefs about money and other things like that, about relationships. Right. And so I started learning about those things and I found that I'm actually an extremely curious person. I like learning about pretty much any topic just for the sake of, you know, finding it interesting. And so that kind of over time, it just grew to the point where I found myself consuming all different kinds of information and, you know, I, through those experiences at the gym and then real estate and network marketing, and then going off on my own and doing a marketing business for a few years before transitioning into podcasting and coaching, I have this very wide skill set now where, you know, the person I was seven, eight years ago, wouldn't even recognize me now, which is a good thing. Cause that means I'm growing and evolving. And so, um, so now I feel like I'm one of the most kind of well-rounded people out there. I know that might sound kind of presumptuous, but I can hold a conversation on almost any topic because I just, I'm constantly, like, it's almost like an addiction where I'm constantly consuming new information to try and make myself into a better person, into the person that I can be. And so um, it's something that's ongoing. I'm nowhere near where I want to be and I'm nowhere, nowhere near tapped my full potential, but that little shift, it kind of, it wasn't like a, all of a sudden one day, like the light bulb went off and I was, you know, suddenly a well-rounded person. It's just something that develops over time. And now I have a very wide variety of interests and goals and associations. And so it's really kind of opened my life up to a lot more opportunities. Yeah, absolutely, Bradley. And I'm also wanting to uh, garner your opinion on what do you think makes a good uh, networker when, when making new connections in business and in life? What do you think is the key to be a, being an effective networker? Key to be an effective networker? Um, there's a couple of things to it. I would say first is many people network to just basically try and get something. And it's always kind of for selfish reasons. And if you can go in with a giver's mentality, how am I going to help this person? And then in return, maybe they'll want to help me. Uh, that's where you're going to really find the benefit because if you go in and you can start a relationship that way, you know, that's the foundation for a real two-way beneficial relationship. Whereas if you go in and you're just trying to get something from someone, it's never going to work out that way. You have to build the relationships. You have to give it time. Networking is not something that you go to a networking event and expect to pay off like the next week or even the next month. It's something that is long and it's ongoing and you just have to work at it like anything in life and you'll get better at it slowly. And, um, 
and then just making it a priority to join or be around other like-minded people. So joining, there's so many different groups online now, so many masterminds that are available. And if you can go and find some that really align with you as a, you know, the, the relationships will almost kind of create themselves. And I found out by being in a couple of different, uh, big mastermind groups that have really changed the game for me. And, you know, when you're in a group like that, it also makes it really easy because you, you kind of have that shared bond or camaraderie or, you know, like, Oh, okay. I trust you because you're also, you know, in the same tribe or group. And so that's what I would say is just give it time, have a giver's mentality and seek it, seek them out. And another thing too, is many people don't meet with someone if they don't think, Oh, I, this person can be a client or this person might buy from me. But if you go in and meet with anyone just to get to know them and form a relationship, like you don't know that much about that person. They might, they might be super interesting. They, you guys might connect on a level that you never expected. They might know someone who knows someone who, you know, wants to buy from you or something like that. So just don't rule anyone out go and go into it with an open mind. Yeah, I always tell people that life is a constant game of networking. And when you stop learning from mm -hmm. other people is when you stop growing, right? So it's not always make, sure. making that uh, monetary connection. It's also important to make the human connection as well. Isn't that right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and Bradley, tell me, I'm, I'm wondering your definition or, or how you decipher uh, between a personal fulfillment versus uh, gratitude. How, how do you think you decipher between those two things? Mm. You mean in terms of like fulfillment in terms of what you're pursuing versus what you're grateful for? Or... Uh, something like that, yeah, in life and, and both in business. Um, I don't know. I... I found it is a kind of an interesting dynamic because as an achiever, you're always looking forward, looking ahead, you're wanting more, you're pursuing more, but as that kind of person, if you're not grateful at the same time, you're going to drive yourself nuts because you'll never be satisfied. You'll never be happy. And so it's this weird dichotomy that I'm constantly kind of trying to figure out is how can I be really, really grateful and happy in the moment, but also be really hungry for what I'm pursuing and for the future. And so it's, uh, I wish I had like a simple answer for that, but I think it's one of those things that just kind of takes practice, takes time. And if you're, if you're grateful for what you have, it allows you to pursue what you want without being in a place of scarcity. And that tends to drive things away. And so if you can be grateful for what you have, then that's going to help you to attract those things that you want and are trying to achieve and if you had to uh describe uh, for you the best part of living life in one word what what do you think that would be and why would you pick that word there bradley one word um for me that word would be freedom i'm a very freedom driven person um for me everything is geared towards creating the most amount of freedom or autonomy in my life and I think that's where, that's where many people find happiness. I think when you look back hundreds or thousands of years ago, you know, did people have 
depression? Do they have anxiety? Do they have all these ADHD, these things that we're dealing with on such a high level right now? And I'd say probably not at the same level because their lives were, you know, they were simpler and they had more autonomy. They didn't have, they weren't being tracked digitally. They didn't have to file taxes, you know, like crazy every year. They didn't have like all of these things or, you know, complications that come with our modern society. And so being able to create the, the most freedom and autonomy today is definitely a challenge. And that's kind of my goal, especially, you know, growing up, I had some instances where I felt like I wasn't super free, um, where I was restricted in terms of what I wanted to do. And so that has caused me to really want and pursue that freedom long-term. So that's probably the one, one word or one thought that kind of drives most of what I do. And Bradley, I know you live out there in Arizona, so it must be exciting with the Suns run in the finals. But tell me, uh, what's the best part about living out there in Arizona, buddy? Um, I mean, the weather right now, it's super hot, but during most of the year, it's amazing. And for me, it's it's the variety. You get like the big city, but without the big city issues, the traffic's not too bad. You know, the, uh, downtown's not super, super packed, although I don't go downtown Phoenix a whole lot, but out here it's just, you know, it's sunny all the time. Most people are in shape. Most people are happy because most people are outside all the time. And that's very different from where I was in the Northeast where the weather is so up and down, hit or miss all the time. It could be bright and sunny one day and cold and rainy the next and, uh, that sort of thing. So for me, it's just that kind of Southwestern lifestyle. And then also like Scottsdale, Phoenix, it's very, very, uh, up and come out. I mean, it's already big, so I don't want to say up and coming, but constantly growing. And there's a lot of energy around here and anything that you want to find, like you can find it. So for us, a lot of that was when we came here, we like to hike and we like to camp and that sort of thing. And there's so much geographical diversity in Arizona, right? You have the Grand Canyon, you have mountains everywhere, you have the desert, you have, you know, you go two hours north of us, you have this big ski mountain, like you, like anything that you want, like you can find here, uh, outdoors adventure wise. So that's, that's something I really love about it. Yeah, absolutely. And for the work that you do, uh, I'm also wondering, uh, have you seen, have you seen an improvement in your own uh, personal relationship and how has that made it stronger to, uh, based on the work that you do as well? Yeah. I mean, our, our relationship, when we came out here, it was kind of like, um, I don't know, like kind of a fresh start, I guess you could say where we came out, all our friends and family were back, you know, two, 3000 miles away. And so it was us and starting over kind of clean slate in our mid twenties, which was pretty cool. And, uh, we've built ourselves a pretty great network of friends and people and connections and experiences here. And so, yeah, it's, it's been really cool for our relationship because it's allowed us to be us out on our own and experience that and what, what that's like, and, you know, really have to depend on each other when we didn't know a single person out here when we moved out here, you know, so definitely, uh, brought its own set of challenges, but at the same time, I think did help bring us closer. And Bradley, tell me, how do you want uh, 
your personal and professional languages to be uh, defined or measured. Can you say that last part again? Mm. Yeah, that's that's something I, I think about pretty often. Um, I want to be known or remembered as someone who helps others to think differently, to think for themselves, to pursue the life that they want instead of the life that they're kind of given by society. And as someone too, who understands like on a deep level, like being able to understand how people think and being able to help them. And, uh, I also like, I, I really take pride in being known as that really well-rounded person. So I want someone to look and say, wow, that guy does a little bit of everything and does it fairly well. And so, um, because I think again, variety is the spice of life. Right. And, um, so that's how I want to be remembered as someone who, who just helped a ton of people and in a variety of ways and someone who also showed other people that they could do it by setting the example. Uh, fantastic. And uh, finally, Bradley, tell me, how can people get connected with you if they're so inclined to do that? Yeah. So a couple of ways, uh, obviously the podcast is a really easy one. If you want to check that out, it's called the not most people podcast. And you can find it on pretty much any streaming platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. And then uh, personally, easiest way to get in touch is probably just through Instagram. So uh, it's at Bradley underscore Roth on Instagram and uh, happy to connect, happy to talk to people. And that's probably the uh, easiest way. And I guess got some other uh, cool websites and stuff in the works coming soon, but I won't, uh, won't release those just yet. We won't spoil the surprise, but for now, for now, I want to thank you for uh, uh, joining me to share your perspectives on life, business, and everything in between. Your time, energy, and efforts on my behalf are most appreciated, and I want to thank you for being here, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. Thanks so much for uh, having me on. Great questions.